This week seven DFS picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free twenty dollars bet with the promo code SGP twenty. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP twenty to get a free twenty dollars bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sean Green. Pre order. My latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, for only three ninety nine. That's right, only three ninety nine. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. How you feeling? Sean feeling good. We uh, went out, did some golfing of course. Uh, you beat me by a number of strokes for in fairness. We weren't, we weren't actually playing against each other. It's true. True. Because I there is no I in team, Sean. No, there isn't. But uh yeah, it was uh it was a great day. Get some golfing in. Hung out with our uh, boy Choi. We yep, got we Steve got even Choi. <laughs> we got matched up with the uh, two singles, which is always an interesting dynamic. Yep. Steve, who is just a classic LA veteran, and uh Choi, a nice Korean dude. Uh and it it really took me a lot not to call him Choi Boy, so that I was golfing <laughs> with Soy Boy and Choi Boy. But uh, yeah, felt good. Get out, get some oh, golfing going. Wow. Okay, talk a little shop. Yeah, little shop. Getting ready. Of course, uh, we also did a uh, besides taping this DFS podcast. Also did a early edition of the Diehard Eagles podcast. You can get that on Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed. Me and a couple of my buddies talk Eagles. That's the plan. But Ryan joined the podcast representing the Giants, breaking <laughs> down the big Eagles uh, Giants. It's game. a big game this week, Sean. It is. And uh, a lot of people are talking a ton of shit in the NFC East, but I, for one, embrace the chaos. This is hilarious that it's this bad, and it's kind of win-win. Either you win the division or you get a top ten pick. Uh, really can't go wrong. But I, I'm still optimistic. Eagles pull it out and get the division. But if they don't, then I'll just lean into, hey, it's a rebuilding year. We get that top ten pick. Yeah, I mean, lot, lot, a lot on the table for you though. Carson Wentz is he the franchise guy? Yes, not, he is not, the franchise not, guy. Okay, well, I'm just saying, a lot of chips on the table for the Eagles. This is a this is a game they can't lose. Can't lose, must win. A lot of pressure, leaning into it, and uh, we're going to be doing a DFS lineup with our boy John Jackson. Hell yeah! Looking forward to that. But before we do, want to give a shout out to mybookie.ag. Kramer, I almost hit it. 
I almost got the DGENs only of all DGENs only. So close. My bookie, generous enough to give a 323 to 1 on the Christian Kirk prop bet. Everyone was tweeting me when he hit that second touchdown, oh 80 yard catch. All we needed, but you cash on the uh, first touchdown. Congrats Touching. on that. 16 to 1. We've been giving out Monday night props on the uh, Sunday recap podcast. Again, all available over at mybookie.ag. And uh, yeah, he just needed 64 more receiving yards. You know what? It, it, that DeAndre Hopkins catch and run. If that could have been Christian Kirk, that would have cashed it. And I would have made wow. $4,600 off a $15 bet. It can only happen over at mybookie.ag. We're going to get one of these goddamn DJ only bets. I'm telling you. By the time the season is over, don't you forget it. Head over to mybookie.ag where you can play, you win, and most importantly, get paid. Use that promo code SGP20, get a free $20 bet on only a $45 deposit. Mentioned it on the uh, Eagles podcast, but worth repeating. Amazing uh, news coming out of Dallas. Cowboys players initially bought into keeping things internal, but now as they sit two and four, the discontent is leaking out on the coaching staff quote, totally unprepared. They don't teach. They don't have any sense of adjusting on the fly. Another player saying quote, they just aren't good at their jobs. First of all, my initial reaction to this actually is fucking millennials, <laughs> fucking millennials. <laughs> Another thing that Kanye's ruined. No, I, I think <laughs> oh, we don't like our bosses, so we're gonna complain. But on the flip side of that same coin, well, and Ryan, it seems totally believable that a guy that who wouldn't spend two seconds to work on his own body, the thing, <laughs> the capsule that will take him from this life to the next, zero fucks to give about that. You think he's preparing for football? And of course, in that Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers uh, football marriage. They were always saying, like, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's the diva, blah, blah, blah. But maybe Aaron Rodgers was just a guy who liked winning and liked a prepared coach. And Mike McCarthy was just some donkey, yeah. not not knowing what the hell he's doing. So maybe Aaron Rodgers was right to create a lot of drama and force him out and, and be like, dude, get your shit together. And well, uh, Jerry Jones is just coming in there like, oh, yeah, this is a great, great addition to our team. The, the irony of Mike McCarthy having the job with the Dallas Cowboys was because of his success in green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. He chose to not pick while in San Francisco taking mm -hmm. Alex Smith first overall. So lots of, we can, we can do fucking forensic files this all day. But at the, at the end of this day, we will once again, remind you all summer. We asked, where are the people that think Mike McCarthy's a great hire. <laughs> well, all the Dallas, the Dallas the fans. People. It's a huge step up from Jason Garrett. I don't know about well, that. Here's the scary thing, Sean. If the uh, much of the team is the same, you would agree with that basic construct. Yes. They are comparing Mike McCarthy's preparation to the to preparation Jason of Jason Garrett's staff. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean the the two Cowboys who quoted I think that, we thought the bar was low. And now we're saying it's even lower or maybe the, the Ivy league private school pussy knows how to be prepared. And imagine it was a player. Imagine coach. if they didn't recover that onside kick or imagine if New York didn't, uh, you know, wasn't off sides on that fake field goal. Just imagine like, Oh, and six, 
is well within their reach. I mean, the Giants should be in first place right now. <laughs> That's the craziest part. I and, mean, and 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 it, it's it's great. It it they are the classic team where a they're millennials. Yeah. Something goes wrong. Dak clearly, like everything you've ever. I I kind of was. I've been supportive of Dak in this in the in the sense of. I was not supportive when he got hurt. I was happy because that made the Cowboys worse. But he clearly is good. Hail State. He clearly brings something <laughs> to the table. And maybe there's even a little bit of a leadership void now with the red rifle back there, Andy Dalton. And this team. I don't think Zeke's listening to Andy Dalton. I'm going to go out Did you see him on the sideline? <laughs> he was looking up to the sky asking for fucking fried chicken. He was asking for manna from heaven. He He wanted a snack. The man just wants a snack. <laughs> Feed him. You think Mike McCarthy could get on board with that? Breaking news here, Ryan. Our our pals over at Thrive Fantasy. They've uh, got such a great response from the listeners. Shout out to you guys. Thanks for giving Thrive Fantasy a chance. I know we like the product. It's fun to have them on board. They've they've really liked uh, all the signups and people checking it out. And Sean, we need redemption because I I don't know about you. Oh, I've I've not been good at these I've so not far. Performed well, <laughs> it's not acceptable. Well, I realize what I'm doing, and this is a good transition because with my strategy, I've been chasing the points, right? Because I want to get the do with it. I want to get the maximum point total high. And so I think I've been leaning on the on the bigger <laughs> plays. I need to be a little more concerned. You know how you get the the point total higher? Get correct, correct picks. picks. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of like a survivor pool. Survivor pool, that's a great comparison. But again, to play, it's very easy uh, to do. They give you 20 NFL player props. You pick your 10 favorites, you go over and under, and there's a certain uh, point total attached to it. Each option comes up to 200 points. So some it's 100, 100, some it's 85, 115, depending on uh, what side of the action you're taking. But Thrive Fantasy. Again, if you haven't signed up, thrivefantasy.com, get the app, use that promo code SGP, get that instant deposit match up to 50 bucks, promo code SGP. They're putting together a free thousand dollar prize. And how this much is, is that free roll? It's completely free. Wait. It's free. And there's a real prize. Completely free. Prize pool is a thousand bucks. Oh my God. I know. Oh my God. And it again. Completely free, so you don't have to. Uh, Sean, I'm looking right here. I'm going to take it a step forward further. I can enter twice. Wow, you're really? allowed to have two oh entries. My oh my god, this is breaking news. All right, so I'm going to play. I'm definitely going to be entering <laughs> my second entry. But uh, yeah, so again, thousand dollars in prizes up for grabs. And again, you're only going to be playing against other SGP listeners. We'll see how many of you Dejans step up to the plate. But uh, all you got to do is click the when you're logged into Thrive. There's a 1,000 Thursday Night Football SGP free roll. And honor Pretty hard the, to miss. In honor of the Eagles and the Giants, there's not an insane amount of games, so you should be able to find it. Use that code DGEN to get you into the game. I know some of you are uh, driving and will most certainly forget the sign up instructions. Feel free to tweet us at Gambling Podcast. We'll get you set up. DGEN. D E G E N. Yep. When you click it, it's going to ask Hashtag for a password. Only. Or you can call it a Dejan. John, the password is DGEN. Now, Ryan, I think you're going to get a sense of a theme I have going in this oh, uh, a certain game script. I'm imagining mm -hmm. first prop under Daniel Jones passing yards okay. 237 and a half. Ryan, I'm getting 105 points for that. I, I just don't. 
on the Eagles podcast, you made a case for him maybe using his legs a little bit. I could yep. see that, but I just don't see him uncorking. He's only gotten he hasn't had over 237 passing yards since week two. Uh, has the optimist in me would not let me click that button, but that's probably a good bet. And he's only had three passing touchdowns all season with uh, four goose eggs in a row. So we can get to that prop later, but under 237 and a half passing yards for Danny Jones. Did you, are you also on the under there? Ryan? No, I'm not. Okay. I told you I could, I couldn't pull the trigger on it. <laughs> uh, Evan Ingram over 44 and a half yards. I have not been on an Evan Ingram thing all year, but I've watched every Eagles game. I, I've watched that undersized fucking clipboard holding. What is he like a fifth string linebacker? Nate Gary. <laughs> no, Nate I, Gary. He's not, he operates in the same part of the field that Evan Ingram operates. And I yeah. think we're going to see a lot of uh shorter stuff. But Evan Ingram will have the speed to make a man miss and, and do something here. I'm taking the the potential hundred points on the over forty four and a half. I'll, I'll say this: if they get Will Parks back, uh, that could that could help the Eagles. He's supposed to play in that kind of uh, that role that Malcolm Jenkins played over the middle, helping out with the tight end. So if it's Nate Gary again, they're going to be in trouble. Danny Dimes again under. 24 and a half completions. It's only 90 points, but I just don't see again. Hasn't hit that since week two. One of my ice picks. Oh, in case of emergency in, in case. And you also, you went over on that, right? You went over or under under. Yeah. I went under Okay, for my ice pick. I, I agreed with you as one of my ice picks. What do you, uh, what's your next one? Uh, so I am going to fade that, uh, that angle of Daniel Jones, not having a passing touchdown. I think he does get one. And I think it's to Evan Ingram. I, I think same angle. Uh, I hopefully the coaches realize it's one of the areas on the field that there's a massive advantage in the favor of the giants. We'll see if Evan Ingram finally does something. Uh, he's been disappointing as a compliment at this, at this point. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to take over a half a touchdown. Uh, I I am chasing some points here, 120 points, but I, I do think he uh, he is he's number two on the team in red zone targets. So if the opportunity if the opportunity presents itself, I do think he's going to have a shot. Devonta Freeman under rushing yards, 51 and a half, and under rush touchdowns at a half. Oh, you're just going double dip. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, the Eagles' rush defense is actually pretty solid, but Devonta Freeman's getting a ton of carries, so that is a little bit worrisome. But that's why it's scary. I think they, Fine. I think they keep him under. I, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be passing a bunch from behind. Uh, another one of my ice picks was the over on the yardage. I, I, I have a strange feeling he's going to have a decent game, and it's probably because he busts one, one run. He's going to get twenty carries, so he'll have, the, he'll have a chance. Uh, I actually stayed away from most of the Giants' props. Uh, Graham Gano over six and a half points. <laughs> what do you? 100. Why do you like these kicking props so much? Because I think this, I think this game's going to end with a weird score, and I think it's going to end with a weird score because both teams are going to kick at least three field goals. Uh, I think we're going to, the, the combination of strange turnovers and good defense, bad offense is going to create a, or just an NFC East game. We're going to have some random turnovers that lead to a three and out, but it's a field goal. I think both teams, uh, maybe a score with a, a two or a six an eight on the table. So yeah, I, I think can Graham Gano kick a couple of field goals and an extra point. Yes. So Carson Wentz over. over 250 and a half passing yards. Coastline. There should, there should be some opportunities there. Against this uh, giant secondary, and really, I mean, I, I think they'd like to 
run the ball a little bit more, but I just don't see it happening with no Miles Sanders. I do think that I, I could see Jalen Hurts getting involved in the running game uh, because they're so thin at running back with no Miles Sanders this week. So I, I think Miles or Jalen Hurts could be an interesting uh, DraftKings angle as well. Kramer, what are you doing? Throw out another uh, Thrive prop here. Uh, another Thrive prop. Sorry, I was scrolling back to the. Uh, look, I, I didn't go the yardage with Carson Wentz. I had a little bit of, I paused with that one. I do think he's going to have plenty of opportunities to pass. Not so much because the giants pass defense is all that bad, but they just don't have anything else to do. But I went with the pass, the touchdown. I went over two and a half. This is maybe my favorite prop on the sheet over two and a half pass touchdowns and interceptions, just because I think it's unrealistic to think Carson Wentz isn't going to throw for a, a couple touchdowns. And I think it's unrealistic to think Carson Wentz isn't going to throw an interception. So here we are over two and a half. Yeah. I, I think he's going to not throw an interception, but throw for three touchdowns. Give me the over two and a half as well. Yeah. And uh, you're getting plus odds on that at, at one ten point. So interesting, a little bit of game theory there. What What's next Kramer what uh, do you under got? for Boston Scott. Uh, I think I mean, tell me, you're 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 really gonna give this guy the entire the, the entire bag of it. I mean, Corey Clement's gonna get some work, but again, I, isn't Corey Clement gonna randomly have like 15 carries to tomorrow? Could be. I, I just I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, Sanders is the only running back they've had that's been able to do anything. But under se 75, Boston Scott did have uh, his biggest career game against the Giants. So this is this is an apps, but but. Imagine Boston Scott having a seven seventy-five and a half yard line for twelve. Well, yards. combined rushing and receiving, it's very. High. I'm just saying, it's a very high number for a guy we don't know if we don't know what the workload's going to look like. I think they're going to lean on Carson's arm. I'm going under ninety-five points. Yeah, for comparison, uh, that last game he played against the Giants, filling in for Miles Sanders, fifty-four rushing yards, eighty-four receiving yards. So I think that's probably where they're team, getting bro. that. That number at all rise hadn't, hadn't been constructed yet. Travis Fulgham over 48 and a half receiving yards. Over is only 85 points, but uh, I, I think they're going to have trouble shutting him down. I mean, do you think they're going to just put Bradbury on him the entire game? It doesn't seem like they they trail guys in the Giants' off no, defense. It, but I, I'm I'm fading Fulgham both ways, uh, receptions and yards. Wow, I'm on the over as well. I, I think I think the only time this offense is really done anything in the past couple weeks is, is when Fulgham's been involved. Yeah. I'm sure they'll pay attention. I, I just think they're going to spread it around. I, I'm maybe more optimistic on, on the Alshon angle. And I, I definitely think Deshaun's going to get involved. I'll, I'll just go there for my next one. 35 and a half yards is ridiculous. Deshaun, I, I have to imagine he's going to be involved in a real way. He, a, he crushes the giants. Yep. B, he's clearly their best receiver, and this is part of the reason I'm fading Fulgham. No, Fulgham's their best receiver. Calm, calm down. He's been great. Uh, he's been great, and yeah. I've watched him. I've watched him. I, I, he looks like a good player. But Deshaun comes back on the field, you're gonna be like, whoa, okay, we need that speed. Uh, I, I just, I mean, if Deshaun comes back and he's a hundred percent, but we just haven't seen that dude be a hundred percent over 35 and a half yards. He's been in three games and he has uh, like 121 yards. Like Fulgham did that in one game. I mean, he's clearly Fulgham has established himself as the number one over five and a half catches. That's easy. Mm, okay. Uh, Greg Ward. I think also, I think he, I, I'm, I mean, I like, 
I like your optimism about Deshaun Jackson. I just don't see it. Uh, I'm not going to play it in here, but under on Deshaun Jackson yards and uh, over Greg Ward, 37 and a half. He's going to be the guy sitting over the middle, especially. I mean, pl- consider playing him in DFS because if they do roll coverage to Fulgham and with with no Zach Ertz, there's just going to be nothing else going over the middle of the field except Greg Ward or Alshon. I don't think Alshon's playing, but Greg Ward under a half receiving touchdowns. Uh, I looked it up; it hasn't gotten a ton of targets in the red zone, so perhaps he catches a long one. I, I think if they get down there, I'll be super curious. I I, I kind of like taking a stab at one of the tight ends to be first touchdown in the game for that reason. Cause you don't know who's going to get it, but I'm going to go under for Greg Ward to score a, a touchdown at 75 points. Yeah. He had a, he had a two point, I think uh, last game and That's then he touchdown. No. And he had a touchdown in the game before. I'm just saying that they used him in a goal like situation, Ryan. That's what I was okay. pointing out to the listeners under Jake Elliott, eight and a half points. I'm, I'm kind of fading your field goal angle, Ryan. And I think Jake Elliott struggles. I, he's just hasn't played well. <laughs> the kick. So I mean, you're saying he, you're not going to get field goals. I, no, it's going to be a bunch of extra points or he's going to miss field goals. I'm saying he's going to miss field goals will and they're Jake not going to go for field goals. Will Jake Elliott be on the, really? You think they're just going to go for it? No, I, I, they don't trust their kicker. I, I think he's, he's had trouble hitting stuff mm. over 50 yards over Jake Elliott. I, I think both I will and, they, be, and the Eagles have been good in the red zone. So if they I, get down there, I think they get a touchdown. And if they're outside, I think, I think Doug P will be inclined to go for it or he misses it. That's how I see it. All right. Well, he's going to get five points all off extra points. If you're paying attention, I like the over for field goals made <laughs> Thursday night. Yeah, we'll have to uh, tweet out some player props for Thursday night, but we obviously hit a ton of them on the Thrive Fantasy lineup. Kramer, any other uh, any other player props you got you want to toss out? No, no. I mean, I I told you my couple. Uh, what are your ice picks, Sean? <laughs> uh, I don't think there's going to be an emergency, but under Evan Ingram, forty-four and a half receiving yards, and under Golden Tate, two and a half catches. Okay. I mean, Golden Tate. You know what? I'll, I'll switch it to over Golden Tate two and a half catches. He probably How gets nice some. Like, I'll throw you. That's my one courtesy over oh, for you, Ryan. You. Thank you. You're welcome. You're on Team Tate, not Team Ramsey. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jalen Ramsey. That fight was pretty crazy. I, you knock up a guy's sister and then you leave her, and then you're the one mad at him. Like, come on, why? I don't get that. Like, you're the one instigating shit. That's maybe I'm, there's more to the story. Maybe there is. Maybe we don't know. Maybe, maybe Golden Tate's uh, sister is a real handful. But still, tough to side with Jalen Ramsey in that situation. If you have a sister or just any sort of a common or decency human. or common sense, Kramer. Before we uh, move over to the DFS lineup, want to give a shout out to me. Oh, my album. This loss hurts us all. Doing a little promo there. Uh, if you go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean, pre-order it before it drops. October 26, get that uh send in the screenshot podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Send that in, screenshot, and uh we're going to draw a random winner, $100 cash, SGP hoodie, and a chance to give out your lock dog tees on air. Just want to read off a couple of the tracks. I think that will entice some of the listeners. Track 1, Hiding Weed and Film Canisters. That's a fun story. <laughs> this loss hurts us all. Of course, uh, something my dad yelled after an Eagles game. The jail at Eagle Stadium. Some fun riffing there. Philly hot yoga and betting on the puppy bowl. Maybe you've heard some of that uh, previously on the podcast. 
I have to get Lenny Dykstra his five hundred dollars. It's a little behind the scenes story from the Lenny Dykstra <laughs> interview. <laughs> Helping celebrities make copies. It's a couple fun ones in there. My Quiznos vacation, and finally, America's biggest a hole. So again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. One of those stories you might you might discuss Gary Busey. Agreed. That you might look for that. Well, he could he could be in America's period. biggest a hole, but. Now it's probably in the celebrities making copies. Multiple, multiple. He f- he would fit a lot of these. <laughs> He's like Lenny. M- multiple, oh, multiple ca- five tool. Fucking. It is it is funny. I've had uh, incidents <laughs> with Lenny Dykstra and Gary Busey. What yep. a world. Ryan. OJ's next, I guess. And, and he OJ gives some great fantasy football advice. So I don't know. Feels like poor taste having him on the podcast, but. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we get that desperate. Well, maybe for he ratings. hits the millie maker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to hear from his lineup. Okay, and of course, check out Thrive Fantasy. Get in that free roll. Use that code DGEN. But SGP at sign up DGEN to get into that free roll game. Oh yeah! Want to give a shout out to Ace Per Head? That's right. Ever thought about starting your own sports book? Now is the time. That's right. And Ace, they make it so easy. Turnkey operation. Ace is the place if you want to start your own sports book. And if you use our link, you can get started and get up to six weeks free. That's right. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Top notch customer support. Going 24 7. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. They'll hook you up, get you that professional betting site. You'll be ready to go with aceperhead.com slash SGP. Joining us on the line, DFS expert John Jackson. John, appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in. Right on, guys. Happy to be on here. Last time I was on here, I had my best week of the year, so let's keep it riding. Well, now that I like <laughs> the way that you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like for someone who was on a heater, Sean, I maybe cooled hot, off hot, a little hot, bit. Hot, so hot, 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 hot. perhaps this is the this is what we need. We need a well, John and, back on the show. And that's what I like about John. He's a data guy, he's a numbers guy, but also he's a gambler at heart because he's already got like, oh yeah, it's a little bit of good mojo being on the show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's uh, the appearance helps move the needle. And then he's also doing the numbers work. Good combination. John, you've been killing it with your uh, DraftKings flow charts so far. Putting them out weekly, I think they usually go up like Friday or early Saturday. And uh, again, it's a great format. It kind of like walks you through building the lineup. You start with the stack, and then you give you give people a couple options. It's like a it's like a choose your own uh, adventure for degenerates. I, I really like it so far. <laughs> how uh, how have they been doing? Or what what's your biggest week so far? Yeah, I mean the uh, the flowcharts have been doing really well. I mean they they are geared. Uh, more towards the GPP um, style contest. So, you know, inherently there's going to be a bad week here or there, which I think there was in week three, but uh, the last two weeks have been doing really well. And we just hit a kind of a new milestone this week. Every single lineup in the flow chart cashed. Wow. So every combination cashed in the, in the uh, like Millie maker, for instance. So I think uh, pretty much anybody who followed it this week was making some money. So that's awesome. I mean, you, you, it's it's idiot proof. You couldn't it have is. fucked it up, <laughs> even if you tried. Now, now fucking John, showing DJ's water. I like that, John. Before we get into who we like this week, just quick like lineup strategy. Do you uh, coming into the week? Do you have a certain number of lineups you set, and what's your strategy contest wise? Because I I just kind of go uh, balls to the wall. 
and, and just play the Millie Maker. But I, you probably should be playing a variety of tournaments, lineup strategies. Do you have do you have something set in stone, or is it like a week by week thing? Um, so I typically always build about three to maybe five lineups, um, and I try to enter in a couple of the different three max tournaments. Um, obviously throw them in the million maker too, just to, just to get lucky once or twice here or there, but uh, usually focusing on the three max. Uh, one of the contests I do like is the slant. Um, I think it's $9 on DraftKings, um, and it's got a two, two times uh, minimum payout. So um, it's a pretty, it's a, I think it's a one fifty max, but um, it's a little bit uh, easier to get in there with nine bucks and it, it's got a pretty good payout structure. Sean, you know what I do? What's that? It's all gut. How am I feeling? How's the lineup look? And then I'm going to do, you know, when I'm, when I'm actually putting the thought around this, I'm going to look to do about 10% into the Millie maker, 10% of my equity. I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw about 60% of the equity into 50, 50 or heads up games. And then I'm going to, I've really been attacking it lately. I'm obviously going to play the D gens only big boy winner take all, but which by the way, it's back. It's back to 10 people this week. I'm mad at everyone, uh, but that, but then I play, I, I'm really into the three man and five man contest. Sean, I, I've been playing a number of those lately. Uh, it just, it, it feel, maybe it's just a recency bias. I've been winning them. So I like them, but it feels like a nice format. Maybe that's an area you can kind of it's not as boring as the 50, 50. I think that's what it is. It's just like, Oh, maybe but, but, I win my money. Back. But when you come into a five man winner, take all yeah, like that's all right. You can take down four other humans. Oh, certainly. I You've mean, taken I, down hundreds of thousands. Yeah. I took down 270,000 <laughs> one day, but Brian, I don't, I don't like to brag. So it's about having John on here talking DFS yeah. lineups, John, uh, since you are the guest, we'll, we'll kick things off. We'll let you start. Who are you putting at your quarterback this week? So I'm just going to roll with the uh, overall QB one on the year. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray here. Um, he's facing the Seahawks who are just a complete pass funnel this season. Um, and I th- it'll be interesting to see how ownership kind of plays out here, but I, I would almost think that uh Russ might be owned a little bit more than Murray, but we'll see. But uh, I really like Kyler here. I mean, he went off on Monday night, so he got a oh. love falling up. A oh, big I, oh, I know. I was all over the player props, all over uh, Arizona. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to tell Sean. Real quick, before we get to my quarterback, yes. because I, I do, Kyle. I, so what I did today, I had way too much time today. Clearly, uh, after we played golf, Sean, yes, Ryan, Ryan um, beat me by a number of strokes. I made a number. <laughs> I made a number of lineups. Kyler was one of them because it's just such a juicy matchup. It's such a nice stack with D. We'll get to that later. But I wanted to ask John. I keep getting there's this gravitational pull happening to have me scroll down the board a little bit and really entertain the idea of Kyle Allen against this Dallas defense. <laughs> is that that is that should we tell people not to do that? I mean, I don't hate the <laughs> pieces on the Redskins. I don't know if I would go for yeah. Kyle Allen, but uh well, I mean, obviously one the more selfish Cowboys question. Can't stop anybody. Cam Newton. San Francisco has been giving up a lot of rushing yards. Uh, that's another one that looks, I look at it. I'm like, what would a cam Newton, James white stack look like this week? Just not enough points. Yeah, no, I mean, cam's been awesome this year when he's been playing and, and uh, it, you have to kind of go against the grain a little bit though. I don't think you need to stack him as deep as you kind of would with some of the other guys. And 
because he can kind of get there with the rushing, like you're saying. And, but then you're just trying to guess on which of his guys, like which of the receivers is going to go off. And uh, it's just kind of risky, I think, but um, I do like playing cam a lot for sure. Well, thank you for saying that because this made it all easy. Cause <laughs> I, I will be, I will be backing you and I'm not going to give out a Kyler lineup. I'm not going to copy the guest, Sean, that's your job, but I am going to double dip, go back to the well, Matt Stafford. Great matchup. <laughs> I like, knew you were going to play Stafford. I knew this, it. I just can't help it. And I, w- I was over on establish the run and, and shout out to them. They have really cool uh, defense versus p- position ranking uh, vi- visualizations, really just, just colors to make it easier to look at. And when I look at the quarterback matchup, holy shit, that's a dark green. Yeah. It's the darkest green you can have. So yeah, m- maybe it almost feels like it won't be the most popular play this week because he didn't exactly ball out last week. So I like the chance that this could be a shootout. I don't think either of us are a fond of the Patricia defense, and I I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. I'm going Maddie Stafford, baby. You know I I I, I threw it out there in the Slack, and I 6, think I think this is the week, and maybe uh, we talked to the accountants over at SGPN about writing this off as a uh, a work expense. Uh-oh. But I I think this is a, another week where I play one lineup with every quarterback because I'm looking at these <laughs> quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, love him going yep. up against Arizona coming off a bye. Josh Allen, awesome bounce back opportunity against the Jets. Patrick Mahomes, who doesn't like a Patrick Mahomes lineup? Kyler Murray, John just made a great case for him. Aaron Rodgers against his Houston yeah. defense after that performance, are you kidding me? And then even the other way, Deshaun Watson. I mean Ben Roethlisberger against the Titans defense, uh, Atlanta at home against the Lions defense. Like every one of these quarterbacks, Herbert you, against yeah. Jacksonville. Even <laughs> Tannehill's putting up points. No, t- yeah. Tannehill is. He's balling out. So for the sake of, uh, are you going to do it? So for the sake of the podcast, I'm going Justin Herbert at home Whoa. for sixty four hundred dollars. I love this spot. I love him coming off the bye, the rookie against this Jacksonville team who. Ryan, you're trying to make a case of us playing the Chargers. No, That's for, why I'm saying whoa for our uh, our uh, survivor play, which I don't know if I'm going to go that far because they they have a knack of losing this game. But this could be a shootout. I, I really think because the Chargers have been struggling a little bit on defense. Jags coming from the East Coast, like I, I think Herbert's going to have a big game at home, 6400. Uh, I'm going to be playing a number of lineups. I don't I I could be getting 20 he, lineups pretty he's been easily. averaging like 25 points a game or something. No, he's like and you're you're taking him coming off a four touchdown game, which is insane, but I still love him at home Zero against the Jags. The bye week, Sean. You're right. But there there was the bye week in 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 between there. John, what are you doing? Who's your RB1? Yeah, so I this is another game that we, we kind of just touched on, but uh, I went to the Green Bay Houston game. Um and I went Aaron Jones here, 7,200. So, you know, loading up here at running back, but I mean, obviously Derrick Henry just completely trashed the Texans on Sunday. <laughs> um, and I just, you got to think the Packers are going to bounce back a little bit. And I think they're going to just have to rely on their studs, Adams and Jones. And I think Jones is going to have a big day. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could talk me into a heavy stack in that game with with Jones, Devonte Adams, even together, and then coming back with some of those Houston receivers, Ryan, what are you doing for your running back one? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, again, I, I, I dabbled with having Jones in this lineup. I just couldn't have, I didn't have enough money to spread it around. So I went with the, the running back on the other side of that matchup. We just watched Ronald Jones look pretty fucking good against this green Bay defense that didn't draft 
a linebacker in the first round because they drafted a backup quarterback and they didn't draft a linebacker in the second round because they drafted a third string running backs. So uh, David Johnson still getting the volume. His price is, is 5,300. He's even getting work in the passing game. This is a plus matchup for him. I don't, I don't, I don't love it, but it just kept popping off the page for me. So 5,300 David Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the only thing you worry about there is if the Texans get down early, how much is he going to be involved? But he's getting involved in the passing game, so I think that'll keep him active. For me, this this running back jumped off the page on, uh, for me. Give me Kareem Hunt at the Bengals again. We saw that we saw that disaster in Pittsburgh, and this Cleveland offense isn't that bad. And I think if you're watching that game tape. What are you saying? Like, all right, we got to get the ball out of Baker's hands. I mean, for uh, case Keenum was in that game, they're going to pound cream hunt against this Cincinnati Bengals defense. That is really poor, especially the run game. He's 6,800, but I just think he's going to have a huge game volume wise. Yeah. I, you, what's funny is I started my lineup with Kareem hunt in there and he didn't make the final cut. Didn't make it. It's a great matchup though. I mean, I think you would expect the Cleveland offensive line to have better success against Cincinnati than Pittsburgh. So I like the angle massive. And and you've seen the Browns when they, when they get ahead, they just keep pounding the ball in this run at 30 plus times. So uh, I like that angle a lot. Yeah. And it looks like uh, Chubb's still out. Obviously, what are you doing for a second running back? So I'm going with the guy who's probably going to be pretty chalky here this week, but I'm going to go Jarek McKinnon, um, 5,800. Um, I think he's the only healthy guy in the backfield besides potentially a rookie that they just brought up hasty or something like that. But um, I think uh, he's going to do a lot with Mostert out. That hasty kid looked feisty. Yeah. He, yeah. he looked feisty. He could be a fun one. Uh, Sean. I I went we we keep telling ourselves certain things like oh the Bills really suck defending the tight end look at yeah. that two touchdowns the Jacksonville Jaguars cannot defend the running back we jokingly talked about how my pick of Matt Stafford last week sucked because well the running backs well Swift goes off AP scores I I mean it was just one of those games so Justin Jackson he's listed as the starter he appears like he's going to get most of the carries, maybe a six, a two third, one third breakout, but maybe this is his time to shine in a very positive matchup. Only 4,900 Sean. So while I, I don't have the quarterback, I do have the running back, Justin Jackson, 4,900. Yeah, that's not a bad angle. I, uh, I, I didn't really even consider that too much, but I, for my bring back, I actually, for the Jaguars, I went with James Robinson, which maybe is a little crazy. Cause you're thinking like, well, you want the chargers to score a lot. The, the Jags are going to be behind. They're not going to run the ball that much, but they're getting him involved in the passing game. And even though they got blown out at home against the lions, he still had 15.3 yeah. points because he had the four catches and he, uh, and he had a, uh, one of them was for a touchdown. So I think he's going to be involved and he was actually the only Jaguars running back to have a carry. So I, I think he's going to dominate the possessions. And again, Jags coming in, they're probably going to want to set Minshew up with the running game and the Chargers defenses really have really had some holes and certainly a ton of injuries. So I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit early. So James Robinson, 6,200. John, what do you uh, what do you think of James Robinson? Is it crazy to come back with a uh, a Jaguar there in the running back spot? No, I mean I think uh, like you said they they've been getting him involved in the passing game. I mean that was how he scored his touchdown this last weekend. So 
if if you can bring back a running back that's going to catch a lot of passes, I don't think it's a it's a bad thing at all. Who's your Who's your first receiver? Yeah, so I I went uh, DeAndre Hopkins here paired up with Kyler Murray. Yeah, um, eighty two hundred. So, you know, obviously he's the you know highest guy on the slate, uh, most expensive guy on the slate, but he is coming off his worst performance, um, you know, of the year. You know, he did have that long uh, catch in the fourth quarter, whatever it was. But um, I think people are not going to want to pay up for him. Um, seeing that he just came off that game, and then you guys talked about all the options. I mean, there's just there's a ton of good receivers in that seven thousand range. So I mean, I think uh, hopefully Hopkins is a little bit contrarian being that high. Yeah, I do think him having kind of a, a dud game Monday night with everyone watching, I think will chip away at his ownership and not make it as chalky as you would think. And it's certainly expensive. So he's going to be tough to get in some of these lineups with a Great bunch of good up. options at, at 7,000. Yeah. I mean, he, he goes from the Cowboys and then Seattle, which are like two of the, some of the worst pass defenses in the league. Kramer, what are you doing? First receiver, same thing, Deandre Hopkins. And I, what I was going to point out is if you look at the targets over four, weeks, four, five, six, nine, seven, eight, he just had a dud game against Dallas for whatever reason. I, I think he gets, this is I was actually considering Devontae Adams because I think the target floor is so high this week. But I think DeAndre Hopkins is gonna get a silly amount of targets this week. And I think we saw we've seen what Seattle does against opposing wide receivers. So this I can't wait to watch this game. Yeah, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins. Anyway, DeAndre Hopkins eighty two hundred. No, no, I mean uh, it totally makes sense. I, I'm gonna figure out a way to get him in some of these lineups for sure. But this guy, I mean our, our boy, Mr. Unlimited <laughs> has compared him to Jerry fucking rice, DK Metcalf. I mean, this guy is having the year of all years and he's only 7,200 this era. Don't, don't let that high powered Andy Dalton led Cowboys offense fool you <laughs> into thinking this Arizona defense is legit. I mean, they're, they're without Chandler Jones. I think they're going to struggle to get a pass rush. I mean, they were bringing the house against Andy Dalton and that works against Andy Dalton. Cause he, he can't pick up the blitz and doesn't see it coming. But you do that against Russell Wilson. Are you kidding me? Mm. And DK Metcalf, there was a while earlier on the season where it's like, Oh, do you play Metcalf? Do you play Lockett? Metcalf has really established himself as the alpha coming off an 11 target game. And he probably even could have had a couple more than he did. Uh, DK Metcalf only 7,200 feels like a steal for me uh, for the uh, Seahawks. there going up against the Cardinals. John, what are you doing for your second receiver? Yeah, so I'm uh, gonna complete the double stack with Murray and go Christian Kirk, uh, 4900. Oh yeah. So I'm I was looking up. I mean, obviously we know that Seattle's been in some shootouts, but I was looking up. Uh, they've given they've given up nine uh, wide receiver one game. So that's defined as you know if the wide receiver scores in the top 12 of the week. So they've given up nine of those games. Or they'll only play five of them. <laughs> they've only played five games. So that means you know, whatever, three games, two receivers are, are uh, in the top 12 of the week. So I'm loading up Kirk here, hoping both these guys go off for Arizona. I love that angle uh, for me, Sean. It's my, it's my comeback player, uh, Julio Jones, Atlanta. I'm, I'm putting some serious escalades in my, uh, my, my hanger here, but uh, yeah, I, look, Ridley $200 more. I, I guess that you can get cute here, but when Julio's on the field, Julio gets the ball. And Matt Ryan throws for a fuck ton of yards when Julio's on the field. And again, Matt Patricia is the is the coach of the opposing team. Julio Jones, seventy one hundred. 
Yeah, and and that was like a great old school Julio game uh, last week, and he kind of just went off, was pushing dudes around, like got the stiff arm out. I mean, he's so fun to watch when he's healthy. Why won't he do it again? And and, and he's just fun to have in your lineup. This guy, I mean, I don't know if he has uh, if he's going to have a ton of ownership again, but I kind of can't not play him right now. Give me the Canadian, the Canuck, Chase Claypool for the Steelers. Jesus. He's only fifty seven hundred dollars, and they're going against that Titans pass defense, which got lit up once again at home. Steelers are going to come in. I mean, their offense looks great right now, and and he's a huge part of it. They're getting him involved in the run game. I mean, he he only had eighteen uh, fantasy points last week, which is kind of down from his crazy four touchdown game. I, I just don't see why you don't put Chase Claypool in at fifty seven hundred. I don't care if a lot of people own him. He, Against that Tennessee pass defense, I feel like I just got to put him in. Who's your third receiver, John? Yeah, so I uh, went with the bring back here, and I I decided to go with Lockett um, at sixty six hundred. He's you know six hundred cheaper than Metcalf. I mean, I do agree with your angle on Metcalf, Sean. I'm, he's he, I think he's the only receiver this year who's had more than ninety yards um, every game, but. Um, it just seems like that gap is a little bit too big um, between Lockett and Metcalf. And I'm hoping that um, maybe Lockett is a little bit contrarian being um, uh, uh, 6,600. Um, so rolling with him and hoping he grabs a bunch of targets. Well, I'm rooting against that, John. <laughs> <laughs> I am worst uh, of luck. No, I mean, Lockett, Lockett's hey, Lockett they can both get there. No, Lockett's certainly an interesting play and, and a, uh, uh, Russell mega stack of Lockett and Metcalf is, is there are worse games that you could put like four of your yeah, players oh yeah. into. You yeah. Know? Kramer, what are you doing? I couldn't get away from third receiver the Cowboys in some way. Terry <laughs> McLaurin. Oh yeah. 5,800. Yep. It feels like this could be his blow up game. I know it's Kyle Allen, but you could argue that Kyle Allen looked all right at times against the New York football giants. Again, I just want to fade this. There's a couple secondaries in the National Football League that you just have to fade right now. Seattle's one and Dallas is one. So I'm going to fade both of them. Give me McLaurin, only 5,800. Yeah, I also I have McLaurin in my flex, but I'll talk about him now. Uh, he's uh, it's a great spot. I mean, even that first game uh, with Kyle Allen, not amazing, but against the Giants, seven catches, 74 yards, 12 targets. So clearly they were on with the slant. That's yeah. what I'll call out. You will look out for some serious slant action against the Cowboys. Yeah. Great, great spot for them at home. And again, this Dallas defense, they're, they're clearly you know, not prepared. They're leaking <laughs> stuff about shitting on the coach. Like it is just, I mean, how is the defensive coordinator not been fired? Like if you're Mike McCarthy, you got to realize that boat is sinking right now. He's got to throw someone overboard, but he's just like, no, I don't know. I didn't hear any of those discussions about how uh, we're horrible coaches. I thought we were really prepared this week. <laughs> That's what his one of his quotes was. I mean, geez. yeah, I mean, you got to make up something at 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 some point there. Fucking eating a hoagie. <laughs> hey, speaking of long shots, I think he's like two fifty to one to be the next coach fired. Oh. Wow, that is. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I I could imagine worse ways to spend your money. Jerry Jones, best fifty million I've spent. <laughs> oh man, oh that's hilarious. All right, John, who's your who's your uh, tight end? Uh, so I think he's going to be pretty popular this week um, with Johnny Smith looking like he's going to be shelved. So I'm going Ferkser here. Uh, Love Anthony my boy Ferkser. Three thousand uh, cheap tight end. It. it uh, I faded the cheap tight ends last week um, and it did not pay off at all as Burton got there. And I think Irv Smith got there too. So 
I'm gonna go with cheap tight end, three thousand Ferkser. So I'm also on Ferkser, uh, which by the way is pronounced Ferkser. <laughs> uh, great play. I mean, great points. I think he, he did a ton of work, and, and that touchdown he scored last week was before Jonu got hurt, I believe. Uh, I don't. I, it sounds like Jonu could play, so I wanted to make sure that the Dgens had a pivot opportunity with such a low price point, Sean. Three thousand. Well, what what can you buy for three thousand? Well, you can look at the Jets. And the, don't laugh at me yet. The Jets are playing the this Buffalo Bills. This is Chris Bills. Herndon's breakout game. No, it's not Chris Herndon's wow. breakout game. I keep tabs on all people named what? Ryan who play professional sports. And Ryan Griffin, mm. he is the guy getting the targets lately. He's only twenty nine hundred. Wow, I'm gonna below. play a lineup with him. The Bills are are horrendous <laughs> defending the, the 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 tight end, especially in the red zone. My concern is that the Jets won't get there, but. Uh, I am on Ferkser, but if you really, I will have a DJ lineup, probably with Cam Newton. That includes a Ryan Griffin Jets defense stack. Well, Ryan, <laughs> I, I can't recommend to the listeners. I, I mean, just you consider want, that's I, how you win a million. You play Ryan Griffin this weekend. That's how you. He's gonna if he scores two fucking touchdowns. Anyway, my pick is Ferkser three thousand. It's it's a no brainer if he's in there. Yeah, I I like the Ferkser angle, but for uh, contrarian's sake, I'm going. We we realize on the broadcast he now has a nickname. His nickname is Bobby. He has legit chemistry with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and that is Bobby Tanyan. Now, of course, he had that breakout four touchdown game with no Devontae Adams. Came crashing back to yeah. earth with uh, that that debacle in Tampa Bay, but he was still out snapping the rest of the tight ends by a wide margin. I think if they would have gotten the red zone, he would have got some red zone looks. Still got four targets and three catches. I still think he's a big part of the offense, and I think when Aaron Rodgers starts yelling at uh Mike or uh, not Mike McCarthy, who wait, who's the head coach? I'm blanking. Lafleur. Lafleur, yeah, Matt Lafleur. When Matty he starts, Matt, when he starts being passive aggressive in the uh, QB meetings with Matt Lafleur, <laughs> it's gonna be like, yeah, why don't we throw it to my boy Bobby Tanyan? So I, I think Tanyan target wise and against Houston, I mean. Again, we saw what our boy Ferkster did against Houston. I, I think Tanyan has a breakout game at forty six hundred. Tanya, it's Tanyan time, and he's back. So, uh, it, and again, I think the heat has gotten off him a little bit between the bye week and the down week of Tampa Bay. I think people have forgotten his breakout potential. Which, by the way, if I don't hit on the 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 Hawk stack this week, I, I was like, I can't do Hawk anymore. I can't. I can't do this <laughs> anymore. I just not not into not involved enough. But but Hunter Henry was the other guy I was looking at, Sean. Interesting. Not to get off of it, but I was I was considering a Justin Jackson Henry stack against. Well, I got Herbert, and I'll get to my stack in a second. But um, yeah, I mean, putting Henry in there certainly makes sense as well. John, what are you doing in your flex spot? Yeah, so I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers backfield here, and I'm gonna. I know Kramer talked about Justin Jackson. I'm actually gonna go with Josh Kelly here. Um, Fifty one hundred. Two hundred dollars more expensive, um, and really, I—it's more just kind of fade in the last game where Jackson went off, and just kind of hoping it's the other way around this game. Um, it'll probably come down for me on these guys about who ends up being higher owned or who's projected to be higher owned, and I'll just kind of go with the other guys. So for now, fitting the salary, and I'm going Josh Kelly. But um, if he's looking like he's gonna be higher owned, I could definitely see myself going Jackson. I, I'd imagine Jackson will be more more owned just. By being cheaper, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how how to uh, and and establish the run does a good job with 
ownership projection, but do you know how they come up with their numbers or how anyone predicts ownership in these contests? I, I have no idea how people do it, <laughs> but I've, I've, I've used like awesome. I've used them before for other sports and they seem to all be pretty freaking close to this stuff. So I, I don't know how it works. <laughs> they must just be, it must just be because so many of the entries are multi-entry people that they're just, they're just making broad calculations. Yeah, it must just be like on, based on past ownership and like slight adjustments. It's, a, or something, it's probably a value calculation on the price. Yeah. I, I don't have the nerd drop loaded up. I would have thrown that in there. Kramer, what are you doing in the flex spot? Well, you would have noticed I have not stacked with Maddie Stafford yet. Yeah, I, what are you I doing? Was gonna get cute, do Hawkins. Now, Kenny Galladay, sixty seven hundred. He looked electric electric last week, one hundred and eight yards. No touchdowns though. I think he finds the end zone this week against the Falcons. Degen uh Degen prop bet pending, but uh, a two, two touchdown Galladay prop sounds about right this weekend. Sounds, sounds 7,600. Sounds pretty realistic. My stack with uh Herbert, I'm going uh Mike Williams. Yeah. Now maybe you're chasing a little bit of that heat from that Monday night game uh, two weeks ago or essentially two weeks ago against the saints. But I, I think he has legit chemistry with Herbert. Herbert loves throwing those jump balls to him. And again, Maybe they just load up coverage on Keenan Allen, who sounds like he's going to play, but he's coming off the back spasms. I, I just think no one on this Jags team is physical enough to guard a giant, big body possession receiver like Mike Williams, who also has a ton of athleticism. Uh, it's a little boomer bust, but 4,700. I love that stack, and you can put a lot of other studs in the lineup. Did you see the quote? What's that? I told I told him. Oh yeah, you yeah. don't got to do this by yourself. Throw it up. I'll make a play for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a young quarterback, that's chemistry right there. That that play, that catch, Mike Williams made in that Saints game. Like it's trust. Don't you just keep throwing it to yeah, that guy? Like it's, it's you don't need to overthink it. So I think he'll get a ton of targets this week. John, close things out. Who is your defense this week? Yeah, total punt on defense. Going uh, Jets two thousand against the Bills. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel great about it. Uh, Jets are dog trash, but uh, they have put up positive points in every game uh, on DraftKings, so that's a, that's good when you're paying two thousand. Josh Allen can help you out. He might. He can turn exactly, exactly. <laughs> in, in the words of Colby Dan, he can fumble. I, I was I was half joking, actually not joking at all. I will have a lineup that is Ryan Griffin stacked with the Jets defense, <laughs> only because it's a punt, but it's still a, it, it counts as a stack. That's a, it's a nice way to only spend fifty nine hundred dollars on a tight end of defense. All right, John. My defense, the Washington Football. Yes, Come of on. course. It's only twenty five hundred. What are you kidding me? I actually, the reason Hunt ended up getting cut from the lineup is because I had, I was like, there's no way I'm punting on defense when I can only spend five hundred above the floor and get the Washington defense, who pretty good defense. And on top of that, Andy Dalton. Oh, I know we already discussed it, but Andy Dalton. What the a book, great, the what, book, a, what a savvy move by the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> savvy move. The book is out on Andy Dalton, and it's not a good book. It's a nightmare. All you got to do is just bring the house. If you're Ron Rivera, you're licking your chops. <laughs> and, and the Cardinals' defense is not good. They didn't have their best pass rusher. Yeah, they Buda just, Baker, a safety, <laughs> completely ruined it. I mean, he he's a good player, but he completely ruined the Cowboys' game plan. Perhaps uh, an attest, a testament to their preparedness. Sean. And, and watching that game, Andy Dalton could have thrown a couple more picks. Could have, yeah. could have got safety. Could have thrown a pick six. 
I mean, uh, Jordan Hicks had that one in his hands, could have walked into the end zone. Yeah. The game shouldn't have been as close as the score as the score actually was, which is crazy to say when it's such a blowout. But the Washington football team at twenty five hundred at home, Dallas on the short week, trouble in Big D, and I, I, you know, one we're insane homers, but I mean. <laughs> That you gotta fade this Dallas team yeah. right now, and Washington's shown the ability to create turnovers. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked they get a couple against nope. Dallas there. Dallas's uh, offensive line is just in shambles too. Oh, so yeah. that Washington D line should get off. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't have. Uh, I mean who's who's gonna block Chase Young this week? Like I, I just don't see it. Chase Young against Andy Dalton? Yes, please. <laughs> Give me a little bit of that. Oh, uh, that's gonna be a fun game to watch, John. Appreciate you calling in. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at John Boy Beats. Check out uh, all the cool stuff he does on our site with the DFS flow chart and uh, trend wisely. That's also been that's a gambling trend article. That's oh, I'm been loving hitting, that one, John. That's been hitting at a nice rate as well, making some uh, profit there for the people. Are you going to be? Uh, what are you going to be doing for the flow chart? Have you made? Uh, are you going to be running a similar lineup? Um, I don't know. I usually like to. Um, kind of pick a, a game stack that I think is going to have a pretty high floor. Um, and it just seems like there's so many of them. This week. one, one that just popped out to me that uh, I don't think all three of us, I think no, nobody picked anybody from that game, but Carolina, new Orleans, I think yes. has the potential to be a high scoring game. And there's a lot of weapons on, on the field there um, who I don't know. We'll see what the ownership says, but that, that could be a pretty good game to target. Teddy Bridgewater in a revenge spot with Robbie Anderson, who just doesn't give a shit in a dome against those against that Carolina or that Saint secondary. Well, you want another guy I have in one of these uh, infamous lineups? I think Latavius Murray. Oh. This is a Latavius Murray week. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a great that's a great point on that game. Oh man, so much so many options. Well, thank you for participating <laughs> in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And uh, again, check out John's work. Follow him on Twitter at John Boy Beats. Thank you guys as always for tuning in the podcast. Rate, review, share, get those five star reviews in. Let's go for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan Ferkser Kramer. Let it ride. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.